afternoon, this is Ketchell Kirkham with Looking Up. A few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. Now, I'm here today in the studio with Professor John Compton, who's a, an emeritus professor from the University of Cape Town and is a geologist. Good afternoon, John. Good afternoon, Ketchell. Good to be here. Now, John has a new book, which I have here in my hand, called Interpreting Earth, A History of Geology Through Encounters with Table Mountain. And you may be wondering, what has this got to do with astronomy? Well, a lot, because the Earth is a planet, after all, and there's a lot of intersections in the history, certainly, of astronomy in the Cape and geology. But now this book is a, it's a really lovely-looking book, I have to say. It's a hardback, it smells like a book, <laughs> um, and it's got beautiful illustrations and pictures throughout. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Tell us a bit about this book and why you decided to write this particular one. Yeah, well, I guess I've often had an interest in the history of the science that I practice, geology, but I never really had a chance to explore that in any great detail. And before the tragic fire at UCT that took out the African Studies Library, many of their valuable collection, or at least put them off limits, I had done some research and gathered bits and pieces. And I was astounded in reading these older works that people mentioned the rocks. And I thought, well, that would be really interesting to compile all of these comments about the rocks that they saw while they were here and make sense of that in terms of the history of geology as a science. And by people, you mean the kind of scientists who came here, like the early directors of the observatory, those sorts of people? Yeah, and also early on there were the ship surgeons, for example, that were quite broadly educated in the natural sciences. So they would come, uh, I think, a bit of adventure for themselves. Mm-hmm. And when in port, they had freedom to do as they liked, and many of them went off to collect specimens of birds and plants and whatnot. And although not a lot of them talk about the rocks, some of them did. And because the Cape was so frequented over those years through the trade with the East, there were actually quite a few people passing through. And fortunately, enough of them commented on the rocks, and some of them, to some extent, quite a fair extent, and those were published, so they're accessible. So it's a biased perspective towards the sort of educated, learned mm-hmm. people, men mostly, but some women also who came, like Lady Anne Bernard would be the classic example. Uh, she climbed Table Mountain twice and commented on it. And so by compiling all of those accounts, I've tried to see how we thought about it and felt about it and how that changed through time. Now, you mentioned there were some very early uh, Jesuits who came here. Was it the French? Um, yes. Uh, and there was, there was one guy, I know that there's a famous picture which shows the castle, and then it shows all the stars behind it in sort of regular formation. Um, quite a funny picture, but, but they did some important work, didn't they? Yeah, they were part of uh, Louis XIV's and the um, embassy of to Siam at that time. Uh, in the East, and among them were French Jesuit scientists, primarily mathematicians and astronomers. And Father Tachard was perhaps the best known, or wrote the most. And they came uh, to Cape Town with relatively sophisticated equipment at the time, set up an observatory in the company garden, what it is, the company gardens, 
and we're working on the position of the moons of Jupiter. And the Cassinis back in Paris had developed a technique for estimating one's longitude based on the position relative to Paris of those moons. And in this way, they tried to estimate where they were, which was a difficult task back then. Mm -hmm. Latitude was fairly straightforward, longitude quite difficult. Now, it's all very, very fascinating. Uh, so how can people get a hold of this this wonderful book? And uh, oh, a gorgeous, thanks. I think it's a gorgeous gift as well, just saying it's in time for Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Where might people get hold of it? They have a number of options. The one is they can go to my website, they can download the order form, fill it out. It's a fillable PDF, and then email that to me, and I will get the books to them. Alternatively... It's stocked at most independent bookshops. So Book Lounge, Clark's, uh, the Botanical Society bookshop at Kirstenbosch, um, the Quatu bookshop uh, up the West Coast. All of these should have stock. Cock Bay Books also, hopefully. And so they can get it at these smaller independent bookshops or directly from me. Thank you very much, Professor John Compton for telling us about your book Interpreting Earth and I will put on the podcast write-up how to obtain it. For now this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FM.